0: Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for protecting us throughout this week that now we are about to start Friday. Would you give us your encouragement through your word so that we can live the last day of this week fully and more faithfully for your glory and gospel of your Son and our Savior. In his precious name we all pray, Amen. Let us continue to read. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 16 to 24, chapter 8. This is the last part of chapter 8. Thanks be to God, who put into the heart of Titus the same concern I have for you. For Titus not only welcomed our appeal, but is coming to you with much enthusiasm and on his own initiative. And we are sending along with him the brother who is praised by all the churches for his service to the gospel. What is more, he was chosen by churches to accompany us as we carry the offering, which we administer in order to honor the Lord himself and show our eagerness to help. We want to avoid any criticism of the way we administer this liberal gift, for we are taking pain to what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of a man. In addition, we are sending with them our brother who has often proved to uh, prove to us in many ways that he is zealous, and now even more so because of his great confidence in you. As for Titus, he is my partner and coworker among you. As for our brothers, they are representatives of the churches and honor to Christ. Therefore, show these men the proof of your love and the reason for our pride in you, so that churches can see it. It is not enough to exhort people to give. It is also equally necessary to make an arrangement for collection and dispensation of their gifts. And Paul now turned to this. He is going to send three people to Corinth to accomplish this effectively. He explains who they are, so that when they arrive with a letter looking for money, the Corinthians may not be taken surprise, but welcome them. Today's passage, which is seemed a mundane and unsexy business letter, actually shed light on two major facts and truth about Christian life. First of all, early Christianity and early church thrived because of unsung heroes, unsung heroes. Today we see three of them, Titus and the two unnamed brothers sent by Paul. Although we know a little bit about Titus in Galatians 2 and now in 2 Corinthians, and there is also a letter named after him, That Paul sent to him. We don't know much about Titus. Definitely, is not famous like Paul or even Timothy. Do you know anyone named Titus? Oh, you do? All right. Laurel greeted, Laurel nodded, but I don't. The other two apostles, Paul uh, did not bother to mention their names, other than they were most probably from churches in Macedonia. We don't know much about them. It is frustrating to Pauline scholars that Paul did not mention these other two brothers. We like to know who they were, and we also like to know why Paul has decided to refer them in this very oblique, anonymous fashion. Once again, the scripture does not satisfy every curiosity of us, and skip some details but that doesn't mean that Paul was disrespecting these unsung heroes when it comes to two brothers we must assume that as a Paul as the letter is read out Paul's letter is read out in Corinth Titus will introduce them in person to the church though that doesn't make it any less strange that Paul doesn't name either one of them here perhaps Paul was anxious that if a letter somehow uh, falls into wrong hands, this man might uh, then be the target of a unwelcome attention as a being a possible carriers of a large sum of money. In any case, first to be introduced is well known throughout the church because of the work of the gospel. Paul said, verse eighteen: The brother who is praised by all the churches for his service to the gospel. Uh, on that regard, some scholars they speculate this could be Doctor Paul, the faithful companion of uh, 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 Apostle Paul, that uh, to, to the end. And also we know that he is author of uh, Gospel of Luke as well as Acts. The third brother is uh, equally dedicated to the gospel. Verse twenty two. Paul said that our brother, who has often proved to us in many ways, that he is a zealous. And then verse 23, Paul said these two brothers were representatives of the churches and honored to Christ. Other English versions translate representatives as messengers. The Greek text actually says they are apostles. They are apostles. You know, apostle means sent out one. To Paul, they were doing the same thing he and every Christian is called to do. We are sent out by the Lord to serve others in his name. Every Christian is a sent out one, and thus every Christian is an apostle of Christ. Did you know that? Let me tell you, every Christian is an apostle. So I'm talking today Apostle uh, Joseph Choi, Apostle uh, Tommy Choi, Apostle Rita Ku, Apostle Daniel Clark, Apostle Brian, uh, Brian Zhao, Apostle Sarah Kim, Apostle Jonathan Ko, and Apostle Melissa Park. Today we have a far less people. I intentionally skipped others because we also need unsung heroes. And, as, and also some of people need to be a little humble, so I skip those people on the screen. But point is, oh okay, we are all apostles of Christ. We are all sent out for the honor of Christ. Now, second point, how do we honor Christ? We are not just sent out to preach the gospel, but today, they are also sent out to administer the money. Not just a message of Christ, money for Christ. That's what these brothers were called to do here today. They were preachers, but today they became collectors and transporters and stores of a Gentile church's financial mission, carrying the love offering and prayer to the Jerusalem church. Here, we must recognize that faith and finance always go together. Let me repeat that. Faith and finance always go together. If our faith is solid, our financial management must be sound too. For us, faith is not emotional, sentimental, or purely spiritual. By the way, spiritual in the Bible does not mean opposite of physical, but something above, physical, something that is supposed to lead and guide the physical dimension of a life. Unfortunately, many times, we are led by the physical demand more than spiritual directions. But we are embodied soul. That means that faith and finance must be in sync for the glory of the Lord. So, let me remind you and ask you a basic discipleship question. How are you managing the trinity of your possessions? Trinity of every human possession is, are, or is, time, talent, and then money or treasure. All three T's. Time, talent, and treasures. These brothers and Churches of Macedonia and Corinth were giving themselves and their money for the mission of Christ. And we must remember this. They were unnamed, but they are not unrecognized. They were trusted, appreciated, not by the whole world, but by those who are around them. Let us, become, let us be the unsung heroes of the gospel and the love of Christ, today to those around us. Let others in our lives praise God for our faithful apostleship and our sound financial stewardship and service today. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, the fact that you know everything and everyone is enough for us. The truth that you know my heart and you wrote my name in your book of life, with the blood of your only Son, is enough for me. More than any fame and recognition in the world, i rather serve you in the smallest chores for your kingdom. For your gospel and for your church, nothing is a little to me. Help me to live faithfully with the little things first today. In the name and honor of Jesus who knows all my ways, I pray, Amen.